The podcast you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Okuta. Hi, welcome to the I3L podcast again. My name remains Kayode Oguta. It's always a joy and a privilege to be in your space every week. It's such a beautiful thing to know that we could be a blessing to you. And I like the fact that some people go out of their way to make sure that they appreciate what we're doing. So it's always something of joy to know that people out there are counting the I3L podcast as one of the learning things and that they are making sure that it's one of their weekly recipes in which they consume. Now, today and in the, around the whole world, there is something going on. It's called coronavirus. So today, the Ithria podcast is going to be termed leading in crisis, leading in crisis. There is always a presumption that leaders have all the answers. In fact, the reason why you're a leader is because of the fact that you had the answers to the challenges in which maybe your organization or your country was facing, or you proposed that you had the answers. Now, people go to leaders because in the past, leaders have been the one that had all the answers. But the question now remains, and which Corona has tried to teach us, is the fact that what if leaders don't have the answers? What if leaders don't have the answers? So I wanted to tell these podcasts what to do when you do not know what to do. Oh yeah, what do you do when you do not know what to do? Now, I believe that this is the stuff of what I call adaptive leadership. And that is, there is no place to hide. Now, you cannot fake this kind of leadership. You cannot spawn it. All you have to do is to make sure that you are responding and you are responding well. Knowing what to do, what you don't know what to do, is the result of intentional personal mastery and an ability to engage with change in all its forms and complexities. The present pandemic in the world is one in which leaders could have planned for. I know very well in my background in IT that most IT organizations have planned for disaster, disaster level one, two, three, four, five. But what I thought about is the father. Why IT planned for disaster? Most organizations do not really plan for disaster. Most of organizations do not even have a disaster recovery method. And even countries don't have disaster recovery method. Author Mas Dupree has said that the first task of leadership is to define reality. Mars Dupree said the first task of leadership is to define reality. So in these days of Korat trying to shut down many countries and which the responses have been massive, you know, virtually continents have been shut down. No, no travel in, no travel out. I mean, the world has not seen such a kind of reaction before. And, you know, one of these kind of things shows that the world is a very complex and dynamic world. It shows the world is probably what I call rather interconnected. You know, you know when, I don't know about you, but if you've ever felt a pain in one small toe and you realize that the entire body is not well, it shows the interconnectivity of all the nerves in the body. Now, that's exactly what I think is going on with the COVID-19. That's what the World Health Organization calls it, pandemic. And now the whole countries of the world have seen that even their stability is tied to other countries. Yes, it could have started in China. Yes, it could have started in Wuhan. But if all the countries in the world ignored what's taking place in Wuhan, then you would have to shut down your country. 
So how do you lead in such turbulent, complex, and dynamic world? Leadership is not what it once was, and neither would it ever be what it will ever be like that before. It has changed, and even the life that we will all live after COVID-19 would have changed irreversibly. So the context of leadership is changing and has changed. There is what I call a new normal. And understanding this new reality is both simple and complex. It is what I call the leader's paradox. And if you find yourself in leadership, it is what will require your full attention. Environments that are evolving by the day are the most tasking environments for leaders for where they can produce massive results. So the question is, what would an exceptional leader do when he doesn't even know what to do? And that's how to lead in crisis. Now, how do you get the job done when the challenges you're facing keep evolving? Now, truth is that in every realm of life, but private, but public, we need effective leadership. Limited knowledge exists regarding the exercise in crisis solution situation. I mean, there are times you hear experts saying, you know what, we still do not even know how this disease replicates itself. We still do not know whether tropical countries are immune from this disease. You understand? Those are the kind of things that are going on. So, and as the challenges are going on, the effect is still evolving. So how do leaders now try to respond, how to lead in such situations? Now, this is the time in which you will know the kind of leader that countries have. You will know the kind of leaders that organizations have. Because everybody is going to be not only affected, but impacted. That's two different things. So the question is, how do leaders understand? How do you feel when the situations on the field is changing massively? And there are no past protocol to help you to understand how to even deal with some things. You have limited knowledge in this kind of crisis. And probably the last time the world ever had a pandemic in such global magnitude was probably in the early 90s. Now, the question is this. Now, we've never had the kind of knowledge, we don't have skills, we don't have people who are trained, who understand this thing. So how do you respond adequately? That has been the challenges. So, however, as demonstrated in crisis, responses differ from in other realms. The nature and scope of leadership required to effectively respond to crisis may in fact be different. And that is the reason why such protocols are necessary. Now, for the I3L podcast... I want to give you something that would help you navigate these turbulent times and leading in crisis. I call this the be happy model. Now, number one thing about being happy model is the H is that you have to be honest. One thing that people try to do is to seek to hide reality. Now, this thing is a reality. Now, the World Health Organization did not hide when they said it was a pandemic. They could have said it was an epidemic. They could have tried to hide what is going on, but they said no, it was a pandemic. It was out of control. In times of crisis, there is no need to position PR above all other matters, most especially when you were not the one that even caused the crisis anyway. So effective response begins when you tell people that, yes, you might not have all the answers, and once the facts come out, will you be willing to give to them? Truth is that these are abnormal times, and in abnormal times, we demand abnormal responses. Normal protocols of responding to issues may not work and everybody might be called to give up one or two things that would rather make them inconvenient so the question is that you just got to be honest with everyone there is something going on we cannot afford to live life as normal and we've got to change now in a lot of states in the united states they decided like you know what even many of the uh, faith-based organizations decided they were not going to have services on the sunday and the reason was very simple they got to be honest they do not understand 
if people come into these places will not affect other people so everybody has to be honest we don't have the answers we don't know what's going on and the best thing to do is to accept that we don't know what's going on now that's very tough for leaders because leaders always want to show that okay you know what i have an idea of what's going on i want you to trust me it's all about trustworthiness it's about being trusty but the question is at times when you do not even know what's going on you've got to be upfront you've got to be upfront and say look you know what we really do not know what's going on but we promise you that as soon as we know if anything has changed we will let you into this information and that's what exceptional leaders will always do i believe the second thing exceptional leaders do which is also the happy model the a the happy model is that they are adaptive leaders are increasingly facing what roy hensfit of the harvard business school terms adaptive challenges in other words we're increasingly encountering situations that are unfamiliar situations that you have never encountered before like i said so this has least surprising then you are leading in the context of a world where there's exponential change is the norm but what happens when all our experiences doesn't cover our situation all the experiences that we have doesn't cover the situation that we're going through in other times you do well because of the fact that you've experienced it in different ways you are really you've had different experiences in growing up in organization before you became a leader you knew what to do at different times what if all those things had just ultimately changed and that's why leaders have to have put on their cap their adaptive cap you understand you don't have all the answers and you've just got to study how to adapt in these cases then i remember what charles darwin said in the origin of species he said it's not the strongest of the species that survives not the most intelligent but the one most responsive to change by the way darwin never called it the survival of the fetus it's it's not even going to be the survival of the of the fittest organization or the fittest country of the fittest individual. It's going to be the survival of the most adaptable. The survival of the most adaptable. So the organizations that will survive, the countries that will survive, are the ones that will be adaptable to the realities going on. I look at the fact that Nigeria, when the when the COVID um, thing came, I mean they were very adaptable to it. Everybody involved in that thing was quarantined. Now, in many countries in the world, those things did not take place. And so he became a community kind of spread. But you see, when you understand that, look, in situations in which you do not have all the answers, then it becomes on you to ensure that you do something, that you become adaptive. Number three is that you, you remain purpose-driven. Never forget the reasons why you're doing this thing. Never forget the reasons why you're in existence. Never forget why the why that made you start the organization. So... For instance, if you're into customer service, you're into providing services for people, make sure you understand why that you did this initially, why you're even doing this. So those are the reasons why you must keep your purpose and your top burner. You cannot forget the purpose why you are doing this. I listened to the news recently and I heard the, the British NHS saying that, look, you know what? We are here to make sure that people survive, to give people good quality health care. So that purpose was going to determine a lot of things. So when you put the purpose why you started something in front and in front of you, in your view, and it's directing you, it keeps giving you the reasons why you could take one or two decisions. And once you do that, you'll probably be on the way to navigating the terrain, which is unfamiliar, but which you've got to win. Number four thing, we call it be passionate. Never forget that in times of crisis, people lose their passion. People are anxious. People try to give up. But you must, as a leader, be passionate. You must never give up. You must show up every single day. You must tell people that, you know what? That we will not give up our passion to win. And you must be the one in which is giving the world the passion. 
so that people can definitely survive and do better and do what they want to do more. So the goal now becomes the fact that you as yourself, I mean, when people are in crisis, when they are anxious, they lose the passion to want to leave. You know, some people just want that. People are scared. That people are overwhelmed. But you show them that there must be a passion to, to try to survive and try to thrive and try to make sure that we will return back to normal. So there must be a passion that you will not lose. And the fifth one, which I call the which is why, I call be willing to yield to superior logic. Be willing to yield to superior logic. I remember during the last global recession in 2008, I had George W. Bush, the American president, then said something. He said, I'm taking off my conservative heart and I'm going to put on a different kind of heart so the economy can be reflated and um, they can spend more money. The conservatives don't like to spend money, but like to have smaller governments and smaller budgets, you understand. But he said, no, I'm going to take off that heart because what is necessary at this time is not being conservative, but being inflatory. So we're going to spend more money into the economy, to do more things into the economy, and to try to win. So in my opinion, when you come to situations like this, you've got to yield to the expert. What are the experts saying? Maybe the experts are saying uh, you should practice social distancing. Maybe you've got to yield to the expert. It may not be nice for you, but you have to yield to the expert. Maybe the experts are saying, oh, everybody wash your hands. Yes, you've got to yield to the experts. Everybody, the experts are saying, you know what, stop shaking your hands in public. You've got to yield to the experts. It's yielding to superior logic. It might not even be cultural to you. It might not even be things that you would naturally gravitate towards. But you got to re-yield to superior logic. That's the reason why I believe that the what I call the happy model is how leaders lead during times of crisis. Now, and at the end of the day, everybody's going to be happy because at the end of the day, when you live like that, you'll come back to a place where everybody will be happy and everybody will know that there was an exceptional leader who actually led in this time of exceptional crisis. You understand? I mean, it's, the world is going through it. Every organization, country, they all need exceptional leaders because everything will be impacted. And therefore, the be happy model becomes something that you can choose to have. So I want you to go through this. And again, if you lead a business, you lead a company, you lead you know, a faith-based organization, you lead a profit organization, just have the be happy model, be honest with people, be adaptive, you understand? I mean, one of the reasons why people have been adaptive this, this time of time is the fact that people have started working from home. Because of companies say, you know what, you just work from home, it's better. You know, it's been adaptive to the realities on the ground. So leaders know that look, the protocol has worked in the past, it's not working. You've got to put your purpose in your front. Do not forget why you were in this business. Why did you start what you're doing? I mean, so do not forget this so that by the time you're taking decisions, you always remember this is the reason why you're taking your decisions and you will never forget your purpose. So your purpose will even guide you when you're having options to take in times when survival becomes very, very important. So why are you here? Why were you here? What are you? What will be missing if you stop being here? Those are the kind of purpose questions that really help organizations and be passionate. Leaders must not lose passion. I mean, the truth is that if leaders lose passion, everybody in the organization, everybody in the country will lose passion and everybody will become paralyzed. And finally, never forget that you will yield to spirit logic. And that, for me, it's the be happy model that makes leaders do well in exceptional times. And that's why when I talk to organizations, I say, you know what? When you do this be happy model, it will change everything. It will help you respond properly well for a time such as this. Yeah, it's such a lovely time to be in your, your space. 
had such a long time today this is one of the longest podcasts we've had in a while but we need to do that because of the fact that a lot of things have actually been impacted so once again we'll be with you next week and by the grace of god we will keep speaking to you in ways in which we believe would help you and aid you in your leadership journey especially in such traumatic time like this when leaders have never had the opportunity of going through some of the things that they have gone through beautiful things beautiful stuff god bless you see you next week have a lovely weekend